What's up, y'all? It's the Dangerous of Dangerous Sports Talk. I know I've been absent. My ass has been busy as fuck, alright? But I wanted to touch on, of course, the finals. Pretty much long story short, the Suns won the first two, two games. And Giannis had back-to-back 40-point games. And now we got ourselves a series. And I told people, I told people on my boy Mike's show, On the Mic with Mike, on Energy Radio every Thursday and Tuesday from 9 to 10 p.m. That the Bucks are going to want to make this a series. Like, they don't want Phoenix to run the table in the NBA Finals because you worked hard to get to this point. And they should have been in the NBA Finals years ago, especially in Giannis' MVP seasons, but couldn't make it over the hump. So to see where they are now and knowing what they got to do to make this an entertaining series, like, they're going to need, of course, they're going to need a big performance from Giannis. They're going to need performances from Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Like, pretty much the backbone of the, of the Bucks. Like, they need everybody to contribute. And Phoenix, they have done pretty much a flawless job exploiting every team's weakness and they like to run because they're they're the type of teams that they have of course they got them young legs they got experienced guys on the team and they will run you into the floor if you fucking let them like can you imagine for 48 minutes having to try to beat a phoenix like a fast phoenix team like this like eventually someone's gonna get gassed out whether you're young older whatever because Phoenix will, Phoenix will run. They'll give you the fast break. They'll exp- like Chris Paul, of course. We know that he wants this series as well because it's been 16 years since his first NBA Finals, and he's gonna want to make the absolute most of this and get himself a ring. And people ask, like, who do I, who do I want to win this series? Honestly, I wouldn't mind the Phoenix one. For multiple reasons, because of course Chris Paul and Larry Fitzgerald is actually a part owner of the NBA of the um, Suns. Since he can't get a ring in the fucking NFL, because in the Arizona Cardinals, of course, they've made it to the made it to the Super Bowl. He has a Super Bowl appearance, but we all know that they lost to the Steelers, which I didn't mind that either. But Still, still, still. I believe Phoenix is gonna win this, and now that they, now that the Bucks have actually won a game, we got ourselves a series. Okay, now I've been stalling on doing this subject honestly because I really didn't know where the fuck to begin. But people are boring. Well. Excuse me. Pretty much people want to boycott the Olympics. Well, for me, other people, they can boycott it. They can say, we're not going to watch it, blah, blah, blah. For me, the ultimate sports display. Like, if you love sports, regardless if you like, if you're a basketball fan, if you're a gymnast fan, 
If you like watching the girls, girls and boys run, like, listen. The Olympics are the best time of the fucking year because this is the ultimate ultimate showcase of the best athletes in the world. And I wasn't going to stop watching it anyway. Yes, it's very unfortunate for what... Sh- what sh- ah, oh my God, I just woke up. Five, six, seven, eight. It is unfortunate that Shikari is not going to be able to compete. And honestly... What would have made people the most mad, if anything, if she didn't get caught smoking, get caught with the weed in her system? And it would have pissed them off even more to see her actually running in the Olympics and shining and representing this shitty-ass country. Because, honestly, it would have been a case of damned if you do, damned if you don't. She would have been... Like, she would have been talked about, ridiculed like she was before, about how ghetto she is, how this and that, and all types of negative shit. But people would have said anything about her regardless. And I also want to support the other, like, our other black, our other black athletes in the Olympics as well. And that includes in swimming and gymnasts, in, uh, of course, basketball. Like, we have all kinds of black athletes in the Olympics. So they didn't have to worry about me not supporting this supporting this shit because I do, excuse me, I do every single year. Regardless of who was on the team. And there was another thing I wanted to talk about. There was a white sprinter who got caught with steroids in her system. And her excuse was she ate a pork burrito. So pretty much when you ordered this pork burrito, you asked for lettuce, tomato, cheese, pork, and extra steroids. Like, one thing that irritates the fuck out of me is that non-melanated athletes can make up dumbass excuses like that and nobody will scream anything. Nobody will condemn them. Nobody will say they lied. Nobody will call them out on their bullshit. They'll just take it for what it is and keep the fuck moving. But again, when Sakari gets caught with fucking marijuana in her system, she owned up to it. She didn't hide from responsibility. She didn't say anything that would have... What's the word I'm looking for? She didn't say anything stupid to fi- try to make excuses for it because she didn't make excuses for it. She accepted her punishment and she moved on. And even still, people were saying, oh, she wouldn't have, she shouldn't have did that. We told you she was ghetto. And all, pretty much, they were literally, literally looking for something to talk, to talk about her about. And the whole marijuana in her system thing was the perfect fucking catalyst to do so. But a white athlete can have PEDs in her system and make up a dumbass excuse and nobody says anything. Like, people really pick and choose on who to give the same energy to. And if you're a white sprinter, you can have all types of shit in your system. And they will give you dumbass excuses out the ass to why it was there. Like, say if she had was taking the same shit that Maria Sharpova had. 
and she claimed not to know what effect this specific drug was going to have on her system, but she had been taking it for 10 years. Now, if you're going to put something in your body for over a decade, you're going to know every single effect on what it does to your body and then some. So, of course, I call bullshit. Like, white athletes can, when they get their, when they get caught doing something they're not supposed to be doing, there's always sympathy for them. There's always, oh, well, he or she didn't mean to do this, blah, blah, blah. But if it's a black athlete, it's an automatic cru crucifixion. And how they should have known better and stuff like that. Please keep the same energy for your white idols and athletes. Because if that's the, if the same goes for the quote-unquote white athletes, why not give the black athletes the same treatment? But we already know what that's about and why that is. But anyway, to make a long, long, long story short, I'm definitely going to watch the fucking Olympics this year because obviously it wasn't even a question in my mind of what I was going to cover. And of course I'm going to need material for the show. So, and it's always going to be something. It's always going to be something. Oh, shit. Ooh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. The Conor McGregor and Poirier fight. Now, I try to get into UFC like I used to, for real, for real. But I've been kind of unsuccessful. But, however, like the major, major fights like this, I do keep up on because I got my ESPN alerts and my the score alerts. So, regardless of who fights who, I'm... Like, I get the alerts from the After Effects. Now, I won't take anything away from what Conor McGregor has accomplished in the UFC. One of the greatest fighters of his generation. The enigma, the fighting style, the cockiness, like, it's all there. But, one thing that irritates the shit out of me about Conor McGregor is that every single time he has a big fight like this and he has a rivalry with somebody, he always acts a ass pre-fight. It never fails. Like, I want to say like two years ago or maybe it was last year or so. I think it was last year when him and Habib fought. He pretty much was saying all types of off-the-wall shit that he wouldn't have dared said if that was the case. If, like, if they had been two regular people, he wouldn't have came at this guy this way. So, pretty much, Habib, what was it? Khabib, my bad. He pretty much submitted Connor. Then, okay, you thought that would have been the end of it. But, no. All of a sudden, Khabib jumps the fucking fence and starts knocking out one of his trainers. Like, pretty much hell ensued. And people are saying, he, Khabib shouldn't have did this and that, but... Connor was the reason about that crazy-ass bus incident. Like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please look it up. Like, it was fucking madness. Like, he caused, like, it was, a, like, like, a lot of UFC fighters on the bus, and Connor did something to, like, injure other people, and that cost Dana a hell of a lot of money and a couple of fighters on his, um, on an upcoming pay-per-view pay event. Like, it was a lot. It was a lot. 
And, of course, true to form, I think it was at the weigh-ins, he pretty much threw a kick, and then he, him and um, Poirier had to be restrained. Like, whenever there's a big fight like this, Conor will always make sure to put a bigger spotlight on it, whether you want to or not. Like, the spotlight was already big enough to begin with. But when you act, when you when you show your ass from start to finish during like right before the fights, of course that's gonna make people want to say, "I wonder what's gonna happen." And to my absolute, what's the word I'm looking for? To my absolute quote unquote shock, Connor ended up losing a fight. People will say, oh, he hurt his ankle, this and this and that. But if it was Poirier's ankle that got hurt, nobody would try to give him any passes or excuses. No. Regardless if you hurt your ankle or not, you still lost the fight. So he's going to have to rehab that ankle. And we're going to see who Connor is going to cause hell against next. Cause hell against next. Because we all know that that's coming. And yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, I covered everything that I had to cover, the major stories at least. I thank you guys again, again, again and again for your support. I will be on um, on the mic with Mike, co-hosting with my boy Mike on Energy Radio every Tuesday and Thursday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. And you guys have a good day.